Welcome into another PHNX Suns podcast. I'm Lindsay Smith, and today I'm joined by Gerald Bourget. And Brandon, our friend over at Zona Hoops, is here joining us too. We're going to yes. talk a little bit of sunnies here later on in the show. It's Friday. I'm feeling pretty good. How are you guys feeling? I'm feeling frazzled just coming from training. <laughs> Gerald, it's been that, a week for you. It's been, every single time someone's asked me, how are you doing? I'm like tired, frazzled, <laughs> worn yeah. down. Brandon, how are you doing today? Doing great. <laughs> Excited to be here. Uh, appreciate the invite and ready to talk Sunnies and Suns basketball with you guys. I'm going to say let's push that mic a little closer because we want the people to be able to there we hear go. you. Yeah. <laughs> um, and a reminder to everyone tuning in, we are presented by DraftKings, America's top rated sportsbook app. And if you sign up today and use code PHNX and you make a $1 bet on any football game, you're going to get $150 in free bets. So be sure to do that. We have... A lot of stuff to talk about today. We got a full show today. We do have a full show today. And we were thinking, oh, you know, it's Friday. It might be a real chill, casual day. But mm-hmm. no, so much has happened in the last 24 hours. And we're going to start uh, with some goat things. Yes. Because last night, the Phoenix Mercury <laughs> did the damn thing mm-hmm. and took down the Las Vegas Aces, um, led by, of course, Diana Taurasi and a stellar performance. Yes, it was just absolutely insane. Like we... Watching game one, she looked hobbled and she didn't shoot the ball very well. And so it looked kind of concerning, actually. Um, and Bill Ambeer had said his thing about how she's not hurt. Like, we're not going to fall for it. We're going to play her like she's 100%. And they probably should have in game two because she went the fuck off. Like, yeah. 37 points on 10 of 13 shooting, 8 of 11 from 3, 9 of 9 from the free throw line. It was the most points by any player who shot at least 75% from the field in WNBA history, personal playoff career high. Like it was just a masterful performance. Yeah. It was just kind of one of those performances where it's like, allow me to reintroduce myself. <laughs> like I'm still Diana <laughs> Taurasi. Don't get it twisted. So uh, it was awesome to watch. She's the goat of Arizona sports. So watching her and Griner do their things was, was great. And yeah, shout out to the Mercury. So Sun's Twitter, show them some love. Yes. Yeah, totally. You know, I find it interesting that um, it was – Sunday, right? When they played in Seattle. Yeah. This week has been a blur. Um, <laughs> you know, a lot of people were talking about Sue Bird, this being her last year. And and Diana's name kind of got tossed in there as well. Like, is this Diana's last year? Mm-hmm. And every time I would see that, I'm like, nah. <laughs> like, I just, it doesn't feel like it. And yeah. even after, especially after last night's performance, like, she has so much left in the tank. And she's still putting up impressive performances. She's willing her team to win. There's no way Diana ends it up at, at or hangs it up at the end of this season. I mean, I, I hope so. Like they, we were talking to Sophie earlier in the week and she had mentioned how like in the group chat, they all get emotional when like DT's like, let's go to breakfast yeah. or whatever. Cause they're like, this could be the last time we do this with her. And like, I, I don't know, like she just turned 39 over the summer, mm-hmm. which kind of makes this performance even more insane in my eyes. But if she keeps playing like that or just even, you know, 75% of that, she's still better than half the league so yeah. I, I can't see her going out but I don't know I I really do feel like that was a vintage Diana Taurasi performance like she put up 37 in 26 minutes on 13 shots that's like on May on, she was averaging 3.7 points per made shot that she made which is not 
physically possible. <laughs> it looks like they were playing like with the sliders up in 2K. Like it was just, it was unfair. Yeah. And it like just the shot she was hitting, like curling around screen. She was just like throwing shit up and it was going in because that's just the type of player she is. It was, I, I don't want to see her go. Obviously no one here should want to see her go, but um, yeah, just a masterful performance and way better than the Thursday night football game. I got to say, I enjoyed it. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> that one was, that was a must have on the entire way through. Uh-huh. It was so, such a great game. And then they're coming back to Phoenix playing at the Wells Fargo Center. Is that what it's called? Wells Fargo Is Center? Is it Wells Fargo Center or Wells, or Wells Fargo, Fargo Arena? Arena? Arena. One of the two. Um, sorry, ASU. I know I went there, but my bad. <laughs> Desert Financial now. Is it really? Oh, That's wow. dumb. No, is it for real? Desert Financial now? I have no idea. I feel like they I, change it every year. Oh, man. I'm old. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, that's this Sunday. <laughs> so. Yes. Game three at home. Merck trying to take advantage of this home court advantage they got by stealing one on the road. Best of five series. So these are going to be some key games coming up. It's going to yeah. be exciting. So pull up if you can. If not, tune in. Mm-hmm. All right, let's talk a little Phoenix Suns training camp. We had a special (laughs) guest there today. (laughs) Devin Booker showed up today. Yes, the return of Book. He was uh, finally back in the building. He had been away from the team due to health and safety protocols. He had come down with COVID, as he confirmed on his Twitch stream. And, uh, of course, the big question on everyone's mind was whether he was vaccinated or not. Devin Booker did confirm that, and he had some interesting things to say if we want to roll that clip. Yeah, I mean, I'm, yeah, I'm vaccinated, and that was, you know, my decision. Um, me and my family are vaccinated, but I feel like everybody should have their own right and, and their own decision on what they're doing with their body. But that that was my decision to get vaccinated. Did you all do that together We did. We did. So what? Uh, yeah, I've been vaccinated for a while now. Yeah, because right, right when I got the virus, people automatically assumed I, I wasn't vaccinated. Um, and I started taking heat for that. So I can only imagine how it feels for people that aren't vaccinated that are having that pressure of people trying to tell me what to do for, with their bodies. All right, so... He went on to talk about the things that Draymond Green said as far as not pressuring Andrew Wiggins into getting the vaccine. He talked about how it's a you know personal choice. He got vaccinated with his family. He's been vaccinated for a while now, um, and that was the decision that he made. I am <laughs> torn on how I want to react to all of this because it becomes this political thing, and it's not. It's just a public health matter. Um, so I'm glad that he got vaccinated. That means everyone on the Suns is now vaccinated. Um but yeah, I just I wish we could stop this this dialogue that we have going about um, personal choices and family matters and all that kind of stuff. Brandon, you have any thoughts? <laughs> yeah, I think it's just like they're all friends in the NBA, too. So they all kind of publicly have to show that they have each other's back. So he's just in the Olympics with Draymond. So I'm sure that's probably mm-hmm. part of it as well. But, but yeah, it's pretty uh interesting day for sure it's it's one of those things where there's definitely that brotherhood aspect of where these guys are all in this together not to quote high school musical but (laughs) (laughs) that's all you get that's all i got that's that's all i got um (laughs) but yeah it's unfortunate because i feel like he could have just nipped this in the bud if he had said like yes i am vaccinated and yeah it shouldn't be these guys' responsibility to be advocates for anything that they don't want to um, that shouldn't be their responsibility because they're not health professionals or not scientists, but 
Um, unfortunately, that's the nature of the NBA is the NBA is pushing for this vaccine and it will affect where certain guys can play and how many games they can play. So it is a question that we have to ask and something that we have to cover as much as I'm sure everyone at home is just as sick of this as I am. So that's all I got to say about that before I get angry. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I feel you and like without going too off the rails here, um, I just hope people keep that same energy in other topics of conversation when they're talking about my body, my choice. Yes. That's all I'm going to say. Keep the (laughs) same energy, my guys. Exactly. Um, So let's get back into training camp. Devin did say he's feeling pretty good. Mm -hmm. He's not necessarily going 100% right now, easing his body back into things. Yeah. So he he said he wasn't a full participant in camp today. Um, He mentioned that he's played a lot of basketball over the summer, obviously, going to the Olympics, like right after the finals. And this was his first playoff run, let alone an an all-out finals run. Um, So his body's probably hurting a little bit. He's The offseason is only two months long. So it's uh, it's good that they're just going to ease him back into this, especially after he just had COVID. Um, but yeah, he said it's great to be back out there. He was he felt very included with the team as far as being on all these Zoom calls. And um, they basically had him around virtually the entire time. So it's cool what technology can do in that regard. Um, but yeah, he's DeAndre had said, like, we need to stay ready because when book back book comes back, we you know, he's going to be ready. So. Um, it's, it's one of those things where continuity is kind of on the sun's side as far as working him back in. Yeah, for sure. And I think the the continuity in general is huge for them just in terms of in training camp, they're not going to have to go through a bunch of like new, like sets and stuff. They're all familiar. So I think with book coming back, it'll be a seamless transition. And, uh, you know, it's, there's never a good time to get COVID, but if you're going to get it, (laughs) like get it before the season, get it out of the way, uh, he'll, he'll be ready for the start of the season. So I think it's definitely a positive to see him back there in the facility. Yes. So what are your now that it's Friday and training camp has in a way sort of come to an end? What are your guys' biggest takeaways from this week? I think the biggest ones are probably what D.A. said about his role. And I hate to keep hammering on this, but it's weird when a seven footer says he doesn't like his big man role. <laughs> that's just it's interesting. That's going to raise some eyebrows for sure. Um, I think he clarified that you know, what he wants to do as far as shooting more threes and expanding his offensive role is to help the team get better and to push his ceiling, which is what you want out of your number one draft pick. Um, But it was interesting to hear him just kind of overtly say that. And it's especially interesting because contract negotiations are still going on as far as we know. So that was interesting. And then there was a lot of praise about JaVale McGee. Um, He came up multiple times and everyone that talked about him was the, the term pros pro kept coming up because he, you know, a lot of people when they think of JaVale McGee, they think of like Shaq in a fool or like stuff like that. But like he's been in the league for a long time and he's stuck for a reason. He's been on multiple teams, won three titles and he is a professional. Like he takes his craft very seriously. And uh, apparently that's a very nice fit for the sun so far. Yeah. I, I noticed the same thing. Just everyone kept like highlighting JaVale and Landry. They're just mm-hmm. excited to get to work with them and, I think JaVale's just, like you mentioned, just his experience, like being with the Lakers and Warriors, uh, Olympic gold medalist, winning the championships. Like it's just DeAndre's eyes like lit up whenever he's talking about like playing with him. So I think it was a great addition, not only for on the court, like what they needed, but just in the locker room as well. So uh, excited to see him integrated. And then Landry Shamit as well. Mm -hmm. Uh, Seems like everyone's excited to play with that type of shooter because it's, you know, helps them space the floor and get easy looks. So uh, playing with a shooter like that, it's always fun. I'm excited to see those two guys in action with this team just to kind of get a more 
solid look and feel for what it's going to be like this upcoming season. So preseason will be fun to watch them uh, play together because I wasn't totally sure if I heard this correctly because I was joining in on media availability via Zoom. Mm. Did Monty say Devin will not be playing during preseason or did I mishear that? I didn't catch that part. Uh, Their first game is on Monday, so he has the weekend. I wouldn't be surprised if he doesn't play. Um, I know that he already said earlier in the week they're going to be monitoring DeAndre Ayton's minutes during the preseason. Um, And for a team that has so much continuity and is, Mm -hmm. you know, even the new guys that they have are guys that can kind of plug in seamlessly to what they do once they get the offense down. Like JaVale McGee is kind of the same player archetype as DeAndre Ayton. Landry Shamit can fill kind of that Langston Galloway role as a spot-up shooter off the bench. So even their new guys, they won't have to work too hard to integrate them. So I think they might take it a little bit easier in preseason just because of how much basketball these guys have played over the last, like, 24 or 36 months. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think, like, last year's 8-8 eight and eight start where they are just trying to, like, figure each other mm-hmm. out, that's not going to happen this year. They all have those reps together and played the most minutes of, like, any team together last year pretty much, so... They have that advantage going in the season. So I, I can't wait for all the preseason of reactions from Suns Twitter. <laughs> like, why is this guy only playing like eight minutes? Why is this guy getting a DNP? But it doesn't really matter. <laughs> they're they're going to be good for, you know, the start of the season. That's all that matters. And and no one should freak out over the first one or two preseason games either because <laughs> uh, they're so spread out. Like there's only four preseason, preseason games and they're spread out over two weeks. So I think it's Monday and Wednesday. And then the next one's not till like Sunday. So they have a lot of time in between, which is good for a team that, um, is trying to work in some new faces, but also could use just a little bit of rest and some practice time because uh, a lot of NBA teams didn't get much practice time last year just with that condensed schedule. Yeah, Especially absolutely. Jay Crowder. I feel like yeah. after he said it, he's like mentally heart. fried. Yeah. I felt bad for him. <laughs> but who's going to stop Jay from his third straight title? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we hope. Appearance. Third Sorry. time's a charm. I mean, obviously, it's my bad for putting you on the spot there with Monty because you were driving over here at that time. So, right. you, like, yeah, no worries. Yeah. <laughs> my bad. <laughs> um, what are you guys? Uh, how are you judging preseason? So, first preseason game is Monday. Kind of, what are your? How are you approaching this? I mean, I, I'm probably not going to judge it very much at all. I'm just going to be interested to see who plays and how much, just for gauging where these guys are at condition wise and um you know how they're going to ease their way into the season because like i said they do have a lot of extra days in between obviously they're practicing and getting shots up but i don't think they're going to be going that hard especially with such a deep playoff run that they had so i'll, I'll just be interested to see who's playing and which of the bench guys kind of uh capitalizes and shows what they can do in, in a little bit more extended minutes yeah for sure and i think jalen smith's one name to watch just He's probably going to get another chance to kind of showcase his skills. And, mm-hmm. uh, you know, the summer league was obviously cut short for him, but uh, just another opportunity for him to get some minutes. But overall, I'm going to treat it kind of like I did the Cardinals preseason. Mm-hmm. It doesn't really matter. They're, <laughs> they're going to hide a lot of their stuff. They're not going to show a ton just for like from a scouting perspective. So I think Monty will just kind of get the guys just trying to get as many reps in together as possible, just familiar with each other. And, uh, yeah, it should be fun, but also also just don't overreact to anything that happens in the preseason ever. No. I promise it's not <laughs> worth it. I'm curious, are you allowed to bet on preseason games? I'm sure you are. You Shane are. Is nodding, yes. Okay, our man behind the mag, Shane, says yes. So that's an interesting one. I don't know how I would feel about making those bets. That doesn't seem like it would be 
a quote unquote safe bet? No, not at all. Right? Because like, you like, have no clue what's <laughs> happening, like what they're going to do. You have no idea who's going to play until probably the day of. You have no idea how many minutes they're going to play. Mm-hmm. Like, especially because Monty like usually likes to keep these type of things close to the chest anyway. So, yeah. That's very like, true. I don't know. I mean, if you feel comfortable laying down a bet about an hour before tip off time, like, feel free. Use that I code. I feel bad for the uh, odds makers to make those lines. Oh, yeah. It's probably so weird. Yeah, for preseason games. How, how, Shane, how much time <laughs> can you make a bet before tip off? Like, does it just have it's, to be a minute before? Yeah, as, the, as long as the ball is not in play, like, and this game hasn't started, you can make the bet usually. Sometimes they suspend it if, like, an injury happens before mm-hmm. the game, but yeah, most of the time it's just whenever, like, as long as the tip hasn't gone yet. Would you make a bet like that? Um, I, I bet on the Coyotes preseason game. So, yeah. So, okay. yeah, maybe. Okay. The odds makers usually just make a, like, pickums essentially, which is, like, both teams have the same odds, usually. Mm-hmm. But sometimes they find something. They're really good at their job. <laughs> well, thank goodness for them. Because <laughs> <laughs> that would be terrible at that job. Oh, yeah. All right, Jane, we have to make a pick of the week this week for our DraftKings uh, Sportsbook app. And since you are... Our resident um, genius when it comes to sports betting. <laughs> I prefer resident degenerate gambler. Oh, okay, okay, oh, my bad. There we go. I got you next time on the title. <laughs> Can you help us out and uh, give us a bet, a pick of the week? Yeah, so the Coyotes did this to me earlier, and then obviously I had my bet show Monday through Friday at twelve. By the way, tune in. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've said I, this, these, this was my pick of the week for both shows, and it's going to be my third one in a row. So if you tuned into both of those shows, I'm sorry that I sound like a broken record, <laughs> but it is the Packers minus six and a half. They're at home against the Steelers, and the only reason why this is my lock is because the Packers or the uh, the Steelers offensive coordinator Matt Canada today said we're not changing anything oh, and God. they have been doing so bad and I'd say that's either be- it's really bad because of one of two things and they're both terrible one he's too stubborn to change the offense which is a very bad sign mm-hmm. or two they're instilling self like false self-confidence in themselves which is even worse mm-hmm. so and it's in Green Bay Aaron Rodgers is good minus six and a half DraftKings pick of the week lock it book it up you know what that's called it's a defense lock Oh, oh a lock. Watch out, <laughs> <laughs> See, uh, There we go. There it is. Uh, as a Steelers fan, that makes me sad to hear, but I respect it and I understand it because we've been trashed so far this year. So, listen to the man. He probably knows what he's talking about. It I'd happens. probably make the same pick. Yeah. Uh, Shane, the homie Stone in the comments said we should call you Resident Jedi and put it on a shirt. There what do you go. think? You down? Uh, meaning what? You're our resident Jedi. Why am I a Jedi? I don't know. Isn't a Jedi a good thing? Because we have much to learn, young Padawan. Yeah. Isn't that kind of how it goes? I compared that. I don't really like being that guy that teaches you how to bet because I compared it in a meeting to I feel like I'm teaching a child how to smoke a cigarette. It's not yeah, a good thing. we are adults. That's okay. the difference. You're That's teaching fair. other adults okay. who are willing participants I don't how know to if, bet. I don't, know if I don't know if I'd call Gerald an adult, but yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm a grown man child. <laughs> Lord have mercy. Just gonna make this ad read lots of fun later. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm glad. I'm glad I don't have to do that one. No. Nope. Uh, well, if you would like to make uh, the pick of the week bet this week, and you want to do it without any care in the world because you get to use a free bet, all you have to do is download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code PHNX when you sign up. And after you place just a one dollar bet on any football game. You're going to get $150 in free bets instantly. So if you haven't already, go download the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Use code PHNX. 
And then you can place all these wonderful bets that Shane has told us about on this show, The Coyote Show, and his bet show, um, and hopefully win a lot of money. Just a quick reminder, that is 21 and older only, Arizona only, gambling problem, call 1-800-NEXT-STEP, new customers only, minimum $5 deposit, and $1 wager required, eligibility restrictions apply, see DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. Gerald, it's your turn. Oh boy, I've been waiting for this. My first ad read, everyone. Uh, support for the PHNX Suns podcast is brought to you by our friends at Manscaped, the leaders in male grooming. Their fourth generation performance package absolutely changed the grooming game along with their refined body wash to round out your hygiene routine. Join the two million men worldwide who trust Manscaped for their shower time routine by going to manscaped.com for 20% off plus free shipping with the code PHNX. So... I don't. I can't even look at you for this. Sad <laughs> read, but uh, Brandon, have you smelled Manscaped's refined body wash? I've not. <laughs> Tell me more. Well, fellas, the ladies love their signature scent. You and your boys will be oh so fresh and so clean when you start off your self care routine with the ultimate body wash. I just I. I can't. <laughs> Their fourth generation trimmer features a cutting edge ceramic blade to reduce grooming accidents thanks to their advanced safe skin technology or sorry, skin safe technology. The lawnmower 4.0 has a 7000 RPM motor and a new multifunction on off switch that can engage a travel lock and gives you the ability to turn on the 4000 K LED light on and off when needed for a more precise shave. Oh, and did I mention this trimmer is waterproof, too? Oh, dang. The trimmer is a shower essential for all you guys out there who have had a bad experience with your pumpkins because apparently it's <laughs> Halloween time now. <laughs> October 1st, baby. October 1st. It's spooky hours out here. Um, Manscaped even threw in two free gifts to their performance package 4.0, the Manscaped boxers and the shed travel bag. Lindsay, I can't do this. <laughs> Bring your comfort and boxers to another level and seal the deal with Manscaped's liquid formulations, their crop preserver ball deodorant for before leaving the house and crop reviver ball toner for a mid-game ball check. <laughs> Trust me when I say this, fellas, your balls will be saying thank you. So that's again, call 20% off plus free shipping with their code PHNX at manscaped.com. That's 20% off plus free shipping with the code PHNX at manscaped.com. Keep your balls trim, fresh, and clean with Manscaped. Mom and Dad, I am so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Gerald, I'm very proud of you. Oh, it's hot you in here. Ho- you went real hard in the paint with that one. Like I did. You did not miss. I covered all the bases. <laughs> a single talking point to let the people know exactly mm. why Manscaped is so great and why they should hop on the bandwagon with that. Uh Brandon, I'm not going to put you on the spot and make you read an ad. But hey, coming on the show just to hear that alone is worth it. So that was great. But I do want to bring up the one of the main reasons why we've got you here is because mm-hmm. we want to talk about some very special stuff we've got coming up this next week. And that is mm-hmm. the Sunnies Awards. Yep. So give us the rundown. I mean, you wrote a nice little piece about it earlier this week. But kind of how did this all come together? Uh, yeah. So I, I think it was like two years ago or three years ago, I was just like watching The Office and the Dundies episode was on <laughs> yes. and uh, I was like after a Suns game or something. And I just kind of had the idea of like, what if I did something like that with Suns Twitter and just threw out a tweet. It was like just like like probably seven or eight names and just giving out these awards and uh, a lot of people liked it. So the next year I, just, I did an article 
and that got even more coverage. And then you were kind enough to invite me on the outlet and that was a lot of fun. And I feel like that just made it just like amplified it. So uh, a lot of people love it and now it's going to be here and I, I can't wait. So when in year three, what was, cause I, before I knew that we were teaming up to tackle this together, um, mm-hmm. you had tweeted out that you wanted to do something big. You wanted yeah. to kind of blow it out this year. So what was your vision behind that? Was it just kind of like year three, like let's step it up even more or what, what was the driving factor? Yeah. I wanted to do like a YouTube video originally. Um, I'm not very good at like edit- editing or like creating. I'm okay at like making graphics and stuff, but like animations and all that. I was just like, it would take forever if I had to do it alone. So very grateful you guys are going to take care of that part and like make it look how I envision it to look. But basically just, you know, we're doing a bunch of cameos, like guest features and, uh, you know, people like within the organization, some random people like stay tuned. You never know who's going to pop up on the show. So uh, yeah, it's going to be a lot of fun, but I just think making it like an award show type feel would be awesome. So uh, excited to get that done with you guys. That's awesome. I'm excited because I don't know any of the cameos or special surprises either. that are I coming. Know, so like, I feel a like handful. we're yeah. <laughs> so I feel like it's going to be fun. Is there anything that you can? I don't want to you know ask you for any award spoiler alerts or anything like that. But mm-hmm. is there anything that you would like to tease for the show in advance? Um, and if you want to keep it close to the chest and surprise the people, we can do that too. Just stay tuned. Uh, okay, wait. I have a, Tuesday, I have one, let Tuesday, me throw you October fifth, uh, seven p.m. Yes. I'll throw you a lob. Okay. There's more categories this year, right? Yeah, there is more categories, so there's going to be more inclusions. Uh, we're also doing like nominees, so we'll kind of build up the hype, I guess, like before announcing who's going to win. So Ooh, that's it's going to have a real like award show feel. Maybe some envelopes being handed out. I don't know. We'll, we'll yes. work on that stuff behind <laughs> the it. scenes. I'm not really in charge of that, but uh, <laughs> we can maybe we can work something out. This is your baby. You got to be. Yeah, this is all you. Um, so we are going to be here at the PHNX studios next Tuesday, this upcoming Tuesday at 7 p.m. It's going to be live right here, just like normal. Are you guys dressing up for this? Like, do we have to dress up? You know, I am. <laughs> <laughs> Brandon, are you let's, wearing let's a, do Are it. you dressing up? I'm down. Like, are we going, like, you guys are full-blown, like, suits? I'm going suit and tie, yeah. I'll go, yeah, I'll go suit and tie. Let's do it. Hail. All hail. All hail. Where did they come from? I don't remember anymore. Uh, Somebody said it, didn't they? Yeah, it's... It's some, I thought it was a TV show, wasn't it? Oh, maybe it was a TV show. For some reason, I was thinking it was Suns related. And I was like, I feel like somebody used to say that. <laughs> anyway, sorry. Um, all right, I'll dress up for it. Only because this one's super exciting. And I'm stoked. So no moo-moo. Then. No, I'll wear something nice. <laughs> uh, I can't promise I'll, it'll be a dress. Maybe I'll wear a suit and tie. There you go. Who knows? So, Brandon, I'm curious because mm-hmm. when you posted that article the other day, I read it because I just wanted to kind of know what new things were going on and you shared the youtube video when we were on the outlet together Mm -hmm. and you changed your twitter handle since then yeah but i guess i just never realized that (laughs) so why'd you change when did that happen uh yeah so originally my site started off as like arizona sports zone and i was gonna like cover all the sports um ended up just like trying to specialize with the suns and just thought it'd be easier to switch it over to zona hoops instead just because it's a little more basketball related obviously so yeah made that change and uh i I feel like 
a lot of people didn't really realize that first either. So it's kind of <laughs> like I didn't really make make an announcement or anything. I just kind of did it. So okay, yeah, so maybe zoning. I'm not the only one who uh, missed definitely the memo. Not, yeah, because I mean, like I see you in my timeline and stuff, but I don't know that I've ever actually been like, "What is your Twitter handle?" Yeah, I might have to change my logo too eventually. I love my logo, but it doesn't make sense anymore. So um, I that's, feel like it works. Yeah, because it's still like Arizona. True. So I'm kind of hanging on to it just for dear life, but eventually. <laughs> probably gonna have to change it i support it well if you're gonna if you change it then you have to send me a new shirt and, you know true then you got to do that whole thing over again true it's a pain yeah, I'll just you keep really want to deal with that much work i mean i was a very difficult person to deal with at that point <laughs> i'm just kidding gerald what are you most excited about with the sunnies i mean i'm just excited for kind of the inclusivity and that's i think what has that's the reason why it's taken off and been so popular and gained such traction is because it's just a moment to kind of bring all of sun's twitter together and, and celebrate the people that we interact with daily or that we support and that we like that like sun's twitter has become like a family like there are different like sections of it and whatnot but like at the end of the day we're all watching and supporting the same team so it's always fun to like interact with these people especially in, in real life or virtually. Um, I've always enjoyed meeting people from Sun's Twitter in person. So it, it's kind of a nice thing to bring everybody together and celebrate, especially after such a fun season that yeah. that the Suns had. Like this is a nice way to just bring everybody together and kind of celebrate all of the people that make Sun's Twitter as awesome as it is. All right, I'm going to put you guys on the spot. Mm -hmm. Without, obviously Brandon, without giving anything away, Shout out one person from Sun's Twitter right now that you're really enjoying. Putting me on the spot here. I'll go first. Yeah, go ahead. And I'm, again, I'm really sorry if I say this name wrong, but Jordan Karchner. Mm -hmm. He's so nice. <laughs> like I have seen in the last month, every time somebody, like anybody posts any sort of, there's lots of news going on right now about like people changing careers or starting new things. Every single person I have seen on my timeline posts something like a life update. He is like the first person to comment and he's so stoked for them. Yeah. Like, shout out to you, Jordan. <laughs> I love that guy. I'm like, yeah. that's the positivity we all need in our lives. Yes. He's a very positive person. He's a very rational person. Mm -hmm. And we could all use that on Twitter in general and Sun's Twitter especially. So yeah. yeah. He was a voice of reason winner last year. So Oh, there we go. There yeah. yeah. <laughs> exactly. So, so uh, he's he's become a, a fan or Fan favorite, my favorite. Mm -hmm. I'm, a, I'm a fan. You're a fan. You're the favorite. Yeah, <laughs> I, think that, I think that works. Shout out Jordan. Um, I'll probably go with um, Caitlin Candles and and Alley Oop. That's, those are great. They're choices. they're great. They they're obviously huge Suns fans, but they also like a lot of the same shows that I like. Caitlin's also from Albuquerque, like I am. So shout out to the 505. Um, and then Allie just like. You know, she binge watches shows and live tweets them and I get a kick out of it all the time. And they're similar shows to what you and I like. And we have like identical tasting her. shows. Yeah. So they're both great. We love Caitlin and Allie here. Yeah, those are all great ones. I was going to do like Kellen or Shrieker, but they get enough love. So I'll do <laughs> I'll do someone else. that's a little bit like underrated. I think uh, Ridiculous Cage. I don't know if you guys follow. Him. Yes, mm -hmm. he's, he's great. He, he does like these amazing like YouTube thumbnails and graphics and memes and videos like everything so he's, he's been awesome uh someone i think is probably one of the most underrated people on sun's twitter so. i would agree with that he does and he's put together some really cool videos and i think that's how i started following him was i saw a video and someone tagged him as the creator and i was like holy shit this guy did this he and then i looked at his followers and I'm like this dude needs more followers so i have a funny story about him too actually uh he watched the outlet 
Mm-hmm. And I guess he didn't, he wasn't like active on Twitter before then, but he told me after watching that, it made him like get more involved and like started joining in on like son's Twitter just through that. So that, I thought that was pretty yeah. cool. Oh, that's fun. Yeah. Very cool. I like that. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> See, this is, this is the positivity that the Sonnies bring to the table. Oh, we're not even man. there yet. <laughs> yeah, we're not even there yet, but I'm excited for it. And just another reminder that is this upcoming Tuesday, October 5th at 7 p.m. right here on PHNX underscore Suns. So it'll be on our YouTube page. Um, you can follow along on Twitter if you don't want to miss an update. Obviously, if you're on YouTube right now watching, you should turn on notifications so Mm -hmm. that you're not late to the party. Mm -hmm. Um, If you're listening, you can do the same thing on whatever platform you're listening on. Turn on notifications and uh, rate, review, subscribe, all the things. You know the drill. Um, Can I bet on the Sunnies? Oh, (laughs) should we do that? That is the crossover content we need. (laughs) No, but for real, can we make this a thing? I mean, I'm sure we can over the weekend. We can figure out some bets for sure. I'm going to talk to Espo and see if we can get him to work on his vacation some more (laughs) and put together some bets. I have gotten a message from this man every day that he's been on his quote unquote vacation. He's not on vacation. He's He's not on vacation. He's just in a different location. (laughs) No days off. No days off in this studio. No days off. Man, I don't know what to tell you, Espo. It just is what it is. So we have a really fun segment to get into. Yes. I'm so so excited excited. for you to see this graphic. (laughs) Okay. So before we show the graphic, hold on. Let me just like put in a little bit of things. Mm. So I think the first Friday of our podcast, we did a segment called Mm G-Rated, which came from Gerald. Obviously, he started this a while back. And we talk about a show that we're all watching and we love and we want you guys to watch and love it too. Mm -hmm. So since it's Friday and we're trying to just have some fun here, we're going to do a G-rated segment. And Gerald and I both love the same show. Brandon, I hope you watch this show. I'm sorry (laughs) I didn't tell you what it was ahead of time. (laughs) Oh, we're putting him on the spot. But Gerald got a graphic made for us and I haven't seen it yet and I'm so excited. All right. Okay, go Shane. Oh my God. Look at that. (laughs) (laughs) Isn't that fucking awesome? Am I Nadia? Yes, you're Nadja. I'm La- uh, Nandor, Nandor, and this is a G-rated segment on what we do in the shadows. It's a comedy on FX. It's kind of like a mockumentary, uh, similar to The Office style, but it's basically based on the movie of the same name, What We Do in the Shadows, by Taika Waititi, who does no wrong. I had no, no clue there was a movie. Oh yeah, is you it good? The movie? No, oh, the movie's it's, it's fa- amazing. The movie's okay. fantastic. Do you watch the show? I, I need to start it. So I watched the movie and then I saw there was a show and like, I think I started like a couple episodes like a while back, but I never got like fully into it. So mm-hmm. I need to restart it. Yeah, for sure. do it again. It's so It's my good. sense of humor for yeah. sure. So I it's love it. It's so <laughs> good. You guys, I cannot even explain to you how much joy this yeah. show brings to me. Before we get too deep into it, I want to shout Arnold out for that graphic. Amanda yes. is so good at his job. So shout yes. out to you, Arnold. Appreciate Arnold put you. together an amazing graphic. I like laid out what I thought. I was like, can you like put our faces on now? Andor and Nadja, but like with like vampire fangs, and he just fucking nailed it. Like so awesome. Um, when I saw that, I was like, "Oh my god, that's amazing! It's so perfect." I feel like we should do that for Halloween. Nandor and Nadja. Yeah. I mean, I'd be down. I love Nandor. Nandor is my favorite character he's, on the show. He's so funny. So for those of you who haven't seen the show, it's about uh, these three vampires who are living in Staten Island, and they're just like these you know, thousands of years old, old timey uh, vampires 
but they're living in this modern world. Um, they have a roommate named Colin Robinson, who is an energy vampire. Oh my God, Colin Robinson. <laughs> like I know Colin Robinson's in real life. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like he's so his energy vampire thing is that he sucks energy. His sustenance is sucking energy out of people by like boring them to death or yes. annoying them or aggravating like the them. the worst office water cooler chat <laughs> where yes. you're just like, oh my God, I need to make up an emergency to get out of here. And it's so great because the rest of them are all decked out in this full like vampiric garb, like straight out of Transylvania. And then there's Colin Robinson who's wearing like his sweatshirt and his button up shirt and mm -hmm. his khaki pants or whatever. <laughs> like Just the perfect like office annoying guy. Um, and then they have a familiar... Yes, Guillermo. Uh, Guillermo, yeah. Mm -hmm. I love him. He's so funny. But it, there's a twist yes. that happens with him. I'm not going to spoil it for you guys, but yes. it's a great twist. It is. I think it's in season two. or is, No, it's the end of season one, I think, where he finds out about mm -hmm. his lineage. We'll say that. Yeah. Um, but he's kind of the heartbeat of the show because he's so he's the familiar. So he's kind of like the vampire servant. So he does whatever they want and they just like abuse him and, you know, like emotionally verbally you know not physically but like they just they just make fun of <laughs> him and rip on him all the time and it's so funny because like he actually knows what's what in the modern world so he's kind of their guide when it he comes basically to basically keeps them alive <laughs> yeah a lot of the time he's like, like protecting up. them yeah, yeah. <laughs> um and it's great because there's all these guest cameos like mark hamill was in a really funny episode and um just the way that these three actors like the main three mm -hmm. dive into it like um, Matthew Barry, who plays one of the three, Laszlo, his voice is just so like fancy and like proper. And like, it's so funny how how committed they are to being these over the top vampires, just but like in the real world. It's so funny. Mm -hmm. So the movie, is it yeah. an old movie or is it like a newer movie? It's a few years old. I'm not sure. exactly. It's, I think it's within yeah. the last 10 years or so, maybe okay. 15. Yeah. Is it like comedy still? Yes. Yeah, it's it's really funny. I think it's like pretty much the same premise, just like different. Yeah, it's a different group, obviously. Right. So I'll make a deal with you. You watch that, and I'll I'll restart the show. Okay, yeah. I, I mean, I've been needing to anyways. So. Yeah, you. I I will take that deal because if it's even remotely close to the actual TV show, then I'm on board 100. Yeah, no, it, it's hysterical. You'll, Plus, it's spooky agree. season now. Yes. Officially, yeah. I mean, it's been spooky season for like the last three months for me, but officially for the rest of the world. <laughs> but for everyone else, <laughs> so that's a perfect movie to watch here on a Friday night on October 1st. Yeah, no, and it, the movie's fantastic. It's so funny, and um, actually, Taika Waititi. You remember the first time in the show where I they don't have know like who that is. So he you have to is call them by their character names. Well, he's not really a character in the show as much. Oh, so okay. in the show when they like Wait, is gather he a the writer, is that what you said? He's the writer, he? but he's also an actor. So okay. he is have you seen like Jojo Rabbit or um the voice of Korg from like the Marvel movies, that rock guy that's very funny, like Thor Ragnarok or <laughs> He's, he's, he's a very I'll Google him. I'll he's Google a very him. talented actor, director, writer, all of the above. Um, but he he wrote the movie and he acted in the movie. And he was actually when they first gathered like the vampiric council in season one of the show. Okay. He was he was in it um, kind of as his normal character from the movie. Um, so season one is a little bit dry. I'll say that like it takes a little while to get into it. Um but like season three is playing right now and it's just been fantastic. Like there are very few shows that can like make you laugh out loud when you're watching just by yourself. Mm -hmm. And what we do in the shadows is just one of those shows just because of their like dictation and the way that they say things. It's, it's fantastic. I love that show. 
Brandon, are you watching anything right now? No. I'm, not, I'm, just, I'm just kidding. Uh, like, yeah, oh. Ted Lasso, of course. Yes. Uh, who isn't at this point? Um, Me. Yeah. I haven't watched. Oh, it you yet. haven't gotten on. Oh, no. Oh, we, that was it's our first segment. G-rated segment. It was actually, our very yeah. first G-rated segment. I just like I know I need to, but I just don't know if I'm emotionally. The first season is, is very something like that. The first yeah. season is very feel good and it's very optimistic. Yeah, and this true. season is is more of a uh, it gets real. Type. Everyone on Twitter said it made him cry, and I'm not in the mood for that right now. So just watch season one and then season two. Save it yeah. for season rainy two. Day. You can okay. space it out. Yeah. <laughs> oh, what else are you watching? Um, I just started rewatching Peaky Blinders. I don't yes. know. Like I've <laughs> like, I feel like I like got through Twitter. I know like me and Gerald probably have pretty similar, like Breaking Bad, uh, yes. Game of Thrones. Like those are all my shows. So I don't know. Lately, I just haven't been watching as much as I normally do, but, uh, I just start re started rewatching Peaky and it's just the greatest. The so Peaky fucking blinders. <laughs> it's great. I haven't watched that one either. So that one is a very serious show. It's like a period piece. It's a kind of gangster, old timey gangster type. Okay. Like mob mafia type stuff. I mean, but it's fun. I can get on board with that. It's really good. Um, what's his name? Cillian Murphy, the main character. <laughs> oh, Killian. Thank you, Shane. Killian Murphy. He kills it. That's that should have known it was Killian because he's killing the game. But, <laughs> but um, <laughs> nailed it. Um, but yeah, love Peaky Blinders. I is the final season is next year. Yeah, or it I should think be so. soonish, right? Yeah, it's coming up. Yeah, it's hard to tell with all these dates. I feel like everything's kind of pushed back, so it's. I don't know. I give up. Yeah. I, whenever it comes out, I'll be happy. I watch too many shows now. It's hard to keep track of them all. <laughs> yeah. Well, if you guys are watching us live right now, let us know in the chat what you're watching currently so that we can uh, hop on board with all of that stuff too. Long John Silver 85 says The Blacklist is a great show. Have either of you watched that? No, I've heard good things, but I haven't seen it. Haven't I've seen, I've seen a couple seasons of it. And it was pretty good. I, I just like do this thing where I'll start a show and then if I stop watching it for like a week, I'll just like stop it because <laughs> I'm like... I'm. I forget what happened. Like, unless it's a really good show, then I'll just binge it like all at once. So, okay. But sometimes that happens. Like I did that with Shit's Creek when it first came out. I watched yeah. like half of the first season. And I was like, I mean, it's not bad. It's not great. I don't know. Mm. And then after like six months, I was like, let me just try this one more time. I feel like maybe I was just too quick to be judgy. And then I was like, this is the greatest show of all time. <laughs> I, was, I almost missed out on this. I was kind of the same way. I watched like the first half of season one and I was kind of like, it's not bad. It's meh. But mm -hmm. like then it just really picks up steam and it's like a classic now. Yeah. So yeah. I, I feel you there. That's I how I was like... with uh, Community. I just. Okay. Yeah. That, that was like probably a year ago when I started. And I finished it so fast. I was like, I've been missing out on this for so long. Yeah. Okay. So John said hype for Orville in March 22. Anybody know what that is? I don't actually. Okay. Let us know. Well, John, we'll have to look into it. Connor said Westworld is sick. Westworld I is. I gave up after season one. Okay, so it is. It's one of those shows that it it can be very. It can get like convoluted and confusing. And I feel like season one was pretty fantastic. I felt like, and then season two and three. Season three wasn't that great. Season two was kind of like they they were deliberately withholding information to like try and set you up for these big twists, and the twists kind of weren't worth the confusion for like ninety percent of the show leading up to it. For me, at least, it's still a good show. But season three kind of let me down a little bit. I feel like Westworld was one of those shows like Game of Thrones. It was more fun to watch it when everyone was watching because mm -hmm. then when it got confusing, you could ask each other like <laughs> that was your like lunchroom water cooler chat, right? You were like, yeah. wait, I didn't understand this. And then somebody was like, no, I got you. Right. So I think Westworld needed that that group group effort. It was like a group project. 
Oh, that's absolutely. how it felt to me. Um, also, I know we went on G-rated for a really long time, but it's Friday, so yes. you know it is what it is. Okay, here we so, go. The the Orville uh, science fiction action comedy show on Hulu. Okay, oh, I mean Let's that sounds fun. Cobra Kai, fantastic. Mm-hmm. I love and Ozark. Cobra Kai. Ozark, Ozark is very good too. I I got to tell the people at home though because I've seen this comparison brought up as far as Ozark and Breaking Bad. Ozark is not on Breaking Bad's level. I will not stand yeah, for don't any agree talk with that about. Either. I love Ozark. I really like it. It's not compared to the Goat Show. I'm sorry. No. I won't take that. I actually started rewatching the last season of Breaking Bad it's a couple months so ago and then I stopped again, good. but I watched it 3 times all the way through. Did so, you? Yeah. yeah. That was the I'm not going to tell you how many times. The <laughs> only show in my entire life that I watched every single whatever day it came out, Sunday mm-hmm. or whatever, every single day on TV. It was the only show I ever did that. With. That that last season every Sunday was like an event. It was like a calendar. Like Sunday you would watch the show and then Monday I would like listen to pods about it and then Tuesday I'd like rewatch it and then I'd probably like I'd like read articles on it and then I'd watch the show again on like Sunday right before the new one aired like I you was hard. fucking all about <laughs> well, I'm from, so I'm from Albuquerque so I'm a little biased but that show was just amazing and honestly if you haven't seen Better Call Saul oh yeah so it's, good it's not at Breaking Bad's level I hear I see a lot of people say that but it's really good it's did in the you, conversation did you know have you ever gotten Saul Bookman's voicemail no his voicemail is you've called Saul Yada, 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 yada. Uh, I always hang up after that because I'm like, I'm not leaving you a voicemail. I'm just going to text you what I need. But yeah, I thought it was hilarious. Okay, last one. And then I promise we'll move on to something else. Golden Boy said Squid Game. I've mm-hmm. been seeing this all over Twitter. Have either same. of you watched this yet? No, same with you. I've seen it all over Twitter, but haven't started it yet. And it's on Netflix, so it's easy to just probably binge through that. So I I'm, I'm excited. Like I need to because I'm missing all these jokes. All the pop culture yeah. references. Yeah, yeah I, I feel really out of the loop. I, I do too. I, I feel like it's it's gotten a lot of press lately and I'm still trying to catch up. Like I watch Archer every week. I watch What We Do in the Shadows, Ted Lasso, The Morning Show on Apple TV. That's addicting as hell. I'm, I'm having a hard time just keeping up with my shows. Right now. It gets so, really exhausting after yes. a while. Sometimes I'm like, you just got to narrow it back in because I just don't have the mental capacity for all these shows. Like the funny ones, I can do mm. easy. But if it's like a show I actually have to pay attention to, I gotta be in it. the right headspace, or else I'm not gonna. I'm gonna have to rewatch it anyway, and then it's a waste. <laughs> yeah, we gotta save the elite dramas for you. We can't recommend anything less than just elite territory. Exactly, okay. it has to be like top notch. <laughs> Good to know. Top notch. <laughs> all right. Well, we have like just a handful of minutes left here in the show, so let's circle. Back around to the Phoenix Suns. Brandon, we haven't had you on the show yet really at all. So kind of just your thoughts overall on what you're expecting this season or your predictions. Because I know you wrote something about that today, actually, right? Yes. Yeah. Uh, So I did like a Suns stats prediction. I do like every year. I usually do that with like Suns Twitter, like win loss predictions. But I decided I'll do like two separate ones for that. But uh, yeah, I think this year they're a title contender again. They're going to be one of the best teams in the West. Uh, they're familiar with each other, which I think gives them a jump in the regular season. Like them in Utah both have like that chemistry that I think it's going to help them in the regular season. So I think they're probably going to be a top two seed again, uh, get home court and just hopefully go in the playoffs healthy because that's as we learned last year, like health is everything. So I think uh, pretty much just getting everyone, you know, I know Chris Paul doesn't want to sit down ever. <laughs> like good luck convincing him to sit out like a second of a back to back. But uh, I think it could be in like in the long run the right decision, especially after how beat up he was last playoffs. So, uh, yeah, just getting everyone healthy and 
you know, I think nothing less of like being a title contender at this point. Absolutely. And I, I think you've, so how many years have you been doing the, like the stat predictions for? Uh, this will be, I think this is the third, no, fourth year. Okay. And it is, so, historically speaking, you've been pretty on the money with yeah, those predictions, I, right? Don't uh, quote me on it like this year's, <laughs> but uh, and, like yell at me if I'm wrong. But yeah, I've surprisingly like looked back at the end of the seasons, like the past couple of years and they've been pretty spot on. So it's just guesswork, but uh, yeah, it's it's been pretty crazy. So, what uh, for a kind of a teaser for the people out there? What prediction did you make this year that you feel pretty comfortable or confident in? Um, just that I think they're probably gonna have at least six or seven scores, like in double digits, just like they did last year. So, I also don't think like everyone expects like a huge leap from like DeAndre and Mikael, but mm-hmm. I think we have to like temper that a little bit just because there's so many like scores on this team so mm-hmm. there's only so much room for improvement like on a per game basis so i think just looking at impact is like probably the main thing I, that's going to stand out so mm-hmm. don't expect like both deandre and mikhail to get like 20 po- plus points a game <laughs> it's not going to happen there's, there's right. only one ball so mm-hmm. yeah that makes you sense sure just one ball <laughs> <laughs> how interesting sorry it's friday no. y'all it's no, friday go ahead how crazy would it be if there was a basketball game played with two balls has anybody ever? Somebody I'm, has had I'm, to do that in I life. Feel like I'm sure Manscaped would be thrilled. Stop it, Shane! <laughs> Don't be behind the scenes making it dirty. Man, oh, man. I don't believe. I you. wasn't laughing for that reason. I was. Uh, <laughs> Manscaped would be all over. No, those but for real, like that would be so interesting. I yeah. would watch it for at least one game. Well, let's see, I would you add more players to no. the court, or just five on five with two basketballs? Yeah. I'll just give that's nuts. The, like both balls a booker and say just go go to work. Do you know how many shacked in a fools because people would be expecting a pass or not expecting a pass and just mm-hmm. get in the face? True. Yeah, I, I think would... it could be really entertaining. You guys don't count this one out. That would be interesting. I, I'll say that. I don't know how it would work as far as like would you have guys on offense and defense at the same time? You would kind of have to. Would you? you it would... It would kind of end up becoming like you have three defenders on each side and then two that kind of go back and forth and maybe a third who mm-hmm. when needed. I, <laughs> I'm trying to I'm trying to envision this and I'm I'm struggling. I don't know. We should play one on one with two basketballs. One on one with two basketballs. <laughs> in my head, it's very entertaining. I'll put it on paper for you guys to make it easier to understand. So if it's not DeAndre and Mikel who's having the crazy breakout year, just like improvement, who do you think it might be? Um, I don't think it'll be any one guy, honestly. I think okay. it's just going to be kind of everyone getting a little bit better, which is better for the team, honestly, I think, and rather than like one major leap. But if I had to pick, I think Mikhail has the tools to like possibly make that leap. So that's someone I'd keep an eye out on. And DeAndre, if he's shooting threes and adding more to his game, that's another one. But Overall, I just think the way they play, their team's not really set up for like one player to just like soar above the rest. Whereas like in the tank days where they had like mm-hmm. all this opportunity in the world to do whatever they wanted, like maybe it'd be more likely. But this year, just collectively. Yeah, we're, we're getting some Cam Johnsons in the chat. And I think that's a when Saul and I talked about like our breakout son of the year yesterday, uh, I brought up Mikhail. He brought up Cam. I think those are where he said he cheated. He said Cam, either Cam or Cam, campaign or Cam Johnson. Um, but I feel like Cam Johnson has a chance. Like like you were saying, there's only one ball to go around with the starters. So I don't know if we'll see kind of the statistical leap or like the scoring leap for Mikhail. 
uh, Chris Paul said he was the guy that like coming into after the shortened off season, he was like, okay, yeah, he put in work over these last two months and, and is better now. Um, but I feel like Cam Johnson might get more opportunity just because like we saw it in the finals and in the playoffs, he was just so steady for them yeah. off the bench. And it felt like kind of a, like a coming of age of growing moment for him. So if he does that like consistently during the regular season, he's going to get more minutes than he did in the finals. I, I think he could see a little bit of a scoring leap, not a drastic one, but um, those two wings are the, are the guys that I would pick. Yeah. I saw a little bit of this on Twitter on media day. People come talking about how Mikel looks like he might've put on some weight this yeah. off season. You have actually seen him in person. Mm-hmm. So what is your take? Yeah. I mean, he looks more like, like his arms used to kind of look like when you pull like string cheese apart and now it looks like the whole string cheese. Like it's, <laughs> you know, like it's, <laughs> it's just, he just looks, it, it, he didn't put on a ton of muscle, but he looks stronger. He just looks a little bit more well built. I'm <laughs> I'm sorry. That is the most random thing ever. I'm sorry. You know, it looked like he had the Gumby arms, you know? Like, yeah, okay. Gotcha. And now, now he's now they're like more defined. They're a little bit bigger. He had said at media day, like, I have problems putting on muscle, but like yeah. he had a weightlifting regimen and, and he feels stronger. So he can mm. see, he can tell the difference. Um, and that's all that really matters. You know, he doesn't have to be walking around like He-Man. Like but baby. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I forgot how much like Mike Bibby just like beefed up. So I used to work at Albertsons and he would come to my Albertsons when I was in high school. Uh-huh. This meant we, we would always call him a T-Rex because he'd walk around like this with his arms <laughs> and and he looked like he was on the prowl. It was terrifying. Yeah. That man is huge. Okay. Did, another off topic thing. I'm, sure. Well, it's not off topic, it's but it's friendly. a random thought. Um, Tyler Hero. I've been seeing a lot of pictures of him on Instagram. Are these real photos or are these Photoshop photos? Because some of them like full blown look like a baby status. I don't know. Well, I mean, it wouldn't surprise me if some of them are Photoshop because like you saw the picture of Cam Johnson, that intimidating one from Media Day where he's like standing and like clenching his fists no, and like the I way that people that photoshopped it. He looked like hilarious. he looked like Thor by the time it was done. But um, yeah, I don't I don't know. I, I haven't seen the real photos of Tyler Hero. So I don't, I don't know. They've been coming out with the quote. I think it was from media day or somewhere. I'm not totally sure where he was like, I'm going to surprise a lot of people or something like they haven't seen what I've got to offer something along those lines. Oh yeah. I I think he was talking more about his game, but yeah, he was right. But in those pictures that, that that these Instagram accounts are using, I was like, hold on. (laughs) He'll get scheduled for like a random drug test (laughs) any day now by the NBA. (laughs) Yeah. Oh my gosh. He looks like one of the Peaky Blinders, honestly. He does. <laughs> like his like, be like one of their younger brothers or something. Yeah. I'm going to have to look it up. I'll Google it and see, and I'll <laughs> let you know. I'll report back on Monday what I think about your um, my comparisons. Comparison. Yeah. Thank I've you. made some off the wall ones in the last five minutes, so that's fair. Stream cheese. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's, it's Friday. We're having fun here. Yeah. Well, guys, thank you so much for hanging out with us on a Friday afternoon. Brandon, thanks for stopping by. We'll see you again on Tuesday at 7 p.m. Of course. Thanks for having me. Always a thrill to be here and great to meet you guys in person as well. So excited for the Sunnies. Stay tuned. Yes. And with that, we will see you guys later. Also, don't forget, download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code PHNX for $150 in free bets after you place just a $1 bet on any football game. Okay, bye. (laughs)